This podcast is a satirical podcast. Any information should be verified by you before being believed. Thank you and enjoy. This is the Piss Goff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. This might be paradise. I just hope it lasts forever. I think this might be Wonderland. I just hope it lasts forever. Yeah. Yeah, looking around at collision of ambition and vision I'm really starting to believe that I just dream for a living I couldn't play it safe, that's way too risky for me Instead I'm walking out of shows with like 250 on me I could sit around and wait, I had to hustle on it Too busy looking for success, that's how I stumbled on it Russ got the potion, fuck just hoping Luck tends to be the ones in motion Wrote one check, took care of my pants, that Tell the IRS, six figures doesn't make me sweat I'm flying on jets, G4s for the fort was real spacious bought my family cars and i bought them all places apartment complexes and the low key low key shit getting paid from rooms where haters probably send tweets it's seamless becoming what i meant to be just keep on blessing me in front of all my enemies what's up everybody welcome back to a late piss golf podcast and that song was last forever by russ and you already know saying what's up what's up it's must i mean it's yusuf and I gotta say, how's it do, kid? How are you, kid? That's how I will always start it off. Or else my name isn't Yusuf Goff. Set it off. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing tonight? It's a Monday night. It's a uh, day after Christmas night. It's Monday the 26th right now. It's about 8.50. Um, I had a long couple of days. Some things were planned. Things didn't go as planned. But you know what? That's... You're... I'm I like to I like to make a plan and stick to a plan but also I had I have been blessed by God to have friends like Mark Dr. Kirk shout out to him um who's always helped me by never having a plan and what happens is you I, me Mr. Plan have to plan everything and him Mr. I wing it all it gets frustrating right but at the same time, I don't care because I'm learning how to handle those situations, if that makes sense. Like, hmm. All right. So we had we went one time. I remember I was just very, very frustrated over something that was honestly, if I had instead of taking that time being frustrated because I was up late and I just wanted to get some sleep. While he's waiting and going from one rent, I could have just sat down with the rest of the boys that were just waiting at one of the benches and just tried to sleep on a bench. But instead, I was like, nah, I'm up, I'm angry, I'm doing this and that. And what did that do? It got me nothing but pain and struggle. And I, look, I was going to record a podcast. I'll tell you what happened this weekend. I was going to record one with my dad yesterday. We were going to, we were even going to record one today on the way up back home. I mean, down. But it just didn't work out because I was going to be driving and I can drive in podcasts when it's just myself, you know, because for the most part, I know how to use this equipment. I know where my volume is. I can hear myself, too. So, like, I don't have to adjust it for my dad if he can't hold the not that he can't hold it right. And then there's going to be the car audio, which I can because I know I'm a, I'm a little bit of an audio engineer, a self self learned audio engineer. And I can uh, record some of that audio and then. Uh, run it through a filter so it filters that shit out so like if i oh it'd be so good if i could get like like the hum of the airplane the natural hum and then if i did a podcast on a plane i would record that first as a, a little thing and then i would record the rest of the podcast and then i can add that little part on to onto the thing just to be like heard by the by the software like all right when you hear that put that at nothing make that mute so like if you have like a, a random ticking noise and you were able to record it every time it would hit that tick and it would register, it would do that. But then if I said like tick and then the, the K on there, it would just, I would just keep saying T like tick. You know what I mean? So you got to use it sparingly because it could fuck up your audio. Anyway, I didn't I wasn't able to do the podcast because of that. And then uh, let's just recap. Let's start. Let's start with last week. Last week we did the podcast on the 19th, which was a Monday. 
Uh, afterwards, I went, I did a couple of mics. It was fun. The next day, I went to go see my family. Amazing. Always have a good time with them. Um, and then, you know, I played some video games and shit. Had work through the week. Uh, I let anxiety and then also the super cold fucking weather. And then because nobody's going to go out a couple of days before Christmas, I assumed. I didn't go out and do mics uh, on Wednesday or Thursday. And Friday, I could have hit some mics, but then also Friday, I think, was the real first of the cold, cold, cold days. Like, real fucking cold. And I think it was even raining a little bit, and then it kind of, like, iced over. And I was like, well, I'm not driving to Clifton to go do time in front of retired vets. Not that I don't love the veterans uh, and support the troops, but I also wasn't going to risk my life for them they're the ones who are down to risk their lives i am not down to risk my life because i don't want to die if i wanted to die oh my god i'll tell you more later on so that was what we did friday right saturday i have work and then i know i have to go to sleep early because uh on sun we were going to either leave saturday night my dad wanted to go upstate um but we were going to leave saturday night is going to be 8 30 9 30 10 we would have probably got there like 11 30 at night just got there and then had to go to sleep over there just to just just wake up early i guess and do whatever we had to do but that was unnecessary so i'm very very glad we did not do that uh instead what we did is uh we went the next day on on uh on sunday when i normally record the podcast and i brought my equipment with me i'm an idiot i don't know why i just didn't do it uh at least that night but I'll tell you why. So Sunday night or Sunday day morning comes. Uh, I, I'm ready. I got all my shit packed. I throw it in the trunk. I go to my dad, pick up my dad, my little sister. And then we go drive upstate because my dad, he bought a home up there and he wanted to do some things, some measurements and uh, so we can uh, buy some stuff or he can buy some stuff because he's, he's buying a house and fixing it up up there. And then he's going to move up there. And I can't wait because. No, I do. I can wait. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. I absolutely can wait. But then also I'm going to have no excuse not to go up there and see them all and have so much fun with all of them. Because um, so Sunday comes, we, we get we pick up my, you know, every, my little sister, my dad. We drive up. It's a nice, easy, about two and a half hour drive. Uh, and there was a couple like, there was a couple of parts where there's like black ice and shit and literally as soon as we start driving as soon as we get on like out of like on the 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 first highway on new uh in new york state i think it's 87 or something like that and it's like 63 miles until your egg until your next exit thing and we still got way more because like 150 miles away but i see a car behind me just kind of like i see a bunch of smoke i see a fishtail and i guess the guy fucking had a blowout and I saw that all in my rearview mirror, and it sucked for him because he was, like, stuck on the fucking left side of the shoulder, on, like, the fast lane shoulder, on fucking Christmas Day. This is the 25th. This is yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. It's like, what the fuck, man? That sucks. If he was going somewhere for Christmas and he doesn't have another tire and he got a blowout, that's got to be the worst. But, uh, anyway, uh, so Sunday we go up, um... We meet my brother at the house, uh, my little sister. We drop her off to kind of hang out with my brother because it's cold as fuck at that house because it's also cold as fuck just in upstate New York. That day, it was 16 degrees, but with the wind chill, it was one or two degrees. Felt like one or two degrees, and I was not prepared for that. Like You could probably tell my nose is still kind of fucking all shot and stuffed up and shit. I could breathe out of it, though, at least, right? <laughs> but I'm all nasally and congested and fucking I don't care. I had so much fun, though. So um, I'm here with my... Uh, I get there. We, we do the measurements. Bro, it's so fucking cold in the house. It's a house. It's, a, it's just a house with no heat on it because, like, uh, for whatever reason, there's just no heat right now. Um, and it's, it's so goddamn cold in the house that we were there for maybe an hour. And within the first 20 minutes, even though I'm walking, maybe I wasn't walking at my fast pace or whatever, like I normally do, where then I would take off my gloves. I literally had to take off my gloves to like stick my hands under my armpits and rub them together just to try to warm them up. 
but like actually under my like like almost bare like in my jacket underneath the where it's warm just to warm these suckers up my fucking fingies were cold bruh i was writing notes i couldn't even feel what i was writing i had to look make sure i was writing the correct thing because i couldn't feel it it was like being blind and in, in feeling i was feeling blind i was sense uh that senseless like not not like blind or deaf but whatever it is with you can't feel things i was that on my fingertips but they're still working still got i still got 10 of them and 10 toes my feet were all right they could have been better if i had my muck boots shout out to my brother who told me to bring them even though i didn't fucking wear them like an idiot i left them in the trunk of the car um but that was good so we do that for like an hour or whatever uh then me and my uh, then we go back to to the house and i get there and it's just me and my brother and my dad and then and my, and my little sister and the baby one and then my uh my brother my sister-in-law and my brother's wife i guess that's, i think that's sister-in-law i've never called her that that's weird she's just, she's my sister i'll call her my sister but that's weird, though. My brother married my sister. So that's why you call it sister-in-law. All right, I get it. I get it. Okay. So she's there, and she brings my lovely nieces. Yeah. Dude, I had the best time with these little girls. They are amazing. I have three nieces and then my little sister. So there's four little girls. One of them is too young to play with, so I can't play with her. I don't have to mention names or anything like that. But these lovely little ladies, oh my gosh, we were wrestling a little bit. They, oh, they were trying to beat me up. I told them, you guys can't beat me up. I'm a kung fu master. And so I just literally just start like like hip, almost hip tossing. But all I would do because they're so small, it just grab them by their shoulders and then say, yeah, and put my leg out and, and push them over my leg and then lower them to the floor. And they'd be like, you're done. Yeah. And just flip them all and they just kept attack like trying to attack me and every time they would like throw like one or two little punches i just grab them on the shoulders trip them up yeah dude that was fun i was throwing them up i was lifting them up like they were weights like the rock did i felt like the rock for a minute there was one point where i had one niece on one arm and one niece on the other and i'm just curling them and i'm like i am the rock i am Dwayne the rock johnson your child is not heavy like not that they're heavy. They're not heavy. No, they're so, oh my gosh, it's just so much fun. And, you know, we just, uh, we played and we watched some, st oh my God, I got to talk about something, man. Yo, that that Disney shit, man, uh, Pixar, they're fucking evil. I think that giant fucking lamp that, that goes up for the eye, that bounces over the eye, the little eye, not the eyeball eye, it's the eye, letter eye, but it recept it represents it. And then what is it? A giant one-eyed light bulb. Oh, Yusef, you're thinking too much into this. Probably, but hear me out. So we th we finally all agree. But like me and my dad, we don't really give a fuck. We just kind of don't want to watch something stupid as fuck that the kids want to watch. But the kids want to watch something stupid as fuck that they've probably seen a hundred thousand times. And we all end up deciding between these, like I think, six and under year olds. And and then the adults, we decide we're going to watch Up. And holy shit, that movie is so fucking sad. How the fuck do they do that? I'm not joking with you right now. I'm like, we, we put on Up. And spoiler alert, if you're not going to watch the first fucking five minutes, that's the saddest fucking part. And I, I, I couldn't even watch the whole movie. I almost started tearing up while I'm sitting there with my nieces and shit. And in the first five minutes, you see this little boy who sees this guy who, who likes to fly planes and he's an adventurer. So he gets inspired and he wants to fly planes too. And, and something happened. Maybe he goes in the military or whatever. And then he ends up meeting this girl. And then him and this girl start hitting it off. And he never follows his dream. But he always says, I'm going to be an adventurer one day. But like I have not yet, but I love you. And and, and then they're like, well, we ha we want to have babies. And then they go to a doctor and apparently they can't have babies. So now she's sad as fucking depressed. And then eventually she gets sick and now she's in the hospital and then she dies before him. And then he turns into a grumpy old man who because him and his wife never got to do the dream because they kept saving up. 
uh, money uh, to go do their dream together. And then the last time they break the jars, she's in the hospital. It's fucking sad as fuck, man. I'm getting sad thinking about it, man. Why the fuck would you put all... And the craziest part is if you're a child, you may not know what the hell is going on. Like, it was him in, like, a church. And it could have been a Valentine's Day. There was hearts and roses everywhere. And just the old man, there's no casket, but he's just sad in a church. And But before that, she's just in a hospital, and he's holding onto her hand. So I don't know if these kids know, at least... Some of them did, but it's like, yo, it's fucked up, man, to put that in a fucking kid's movie. And also, I guess it's educational. You can teach the kid, oh, what happened? Well, she died. Why did she die? Well, she got sick. But was she old too? Yeah, if you're old and you get sick, sometimes you can die. So now if anybody in your family is old and they get sick, you can. it's easier to soften that blow, I guess. But that's a fucked up way to put it in a movie. Make me all sad about fake fucking characters. I was sad that this old man who I never met, because obviously he's not a real thing. He's a computer program, right? Made by Pixar, right? And I never met this fuck, but he somehow made me feel bad for his fake imaginary life that they made. Why couldn't they just give him a fucking good life? Why the fuck did they have to watch some sad ass shit? That's, and you know why? Because they have to manipulate you, make you feel real bad for the character. So you root for him, even if he's going to be a piece of shit at times. Because he's learning or whatever. And then there's going to be a good character in there. Because they always have to have a good character. It's like, I'm going to teach you how to be good. Even though right now you're being mean. But you have the potential to be good inside you. So I guess there is a kind of a good message in there. But they don't show you the opposite. Which is like, if you're being like that. Or even if you are a good person. And you surround yourself with the wrong bad people. They could pull you down, man. That's fucking for sure. Dude wrong bro i i fucking uh anyway we had a lot of fun oh my god i gotta talk about this so my brother's wife sister-in-law whatever you want to call her my uh, they ended up getting food and they were cooking they cooked for us delicious i love them thank you afirosan afirosan and oh my god my brother has I don't know if she cooks a lot, and I don't know if it's just my brother got the recipes, because I feel like my my brother and I, we're probably the better cooks. Like, I've never dated a girl who can cook better than me. I've dated girls who can bake better than me, but never cook better than me. Uh, because, And I bet you my brother is probably the same way. It's because actually one, one woman was cooking pretty well, but you know what? Now I'm thinking back, it was uh, maybe some horniness might have made me think the food was better than it was, so... I don't know. I cook a pretty... We, me and my brother, my, we have my mom's... Some of my mom's genes. My mom would be able to taste something and tell you what the ingredients are. But then she could also recreate a lot of shit at home. I'm surprised she wasn't able to fucking make Big Mac sauce, to be honest. Then, I, I mean, like, one, that I had that joke, oh, we, we, have, we don't have kufta at home, ma. Like, that fucking, oh, we have that shit at home. Like, bro, we don't have fucking kufta burgers. But she would try. And you know what, man? God bless her for that. Anyway, me and my brother are great cooks. and uh, But my sister-in-law, she was cooking it. And if you ever have halal, it's, it's uh, I don't, you know, I don't even want, I'll blow up the spot. It's in Patterson. How many of the fuck are you guys going to go to Patterson? It's like a halal Chinese place. That's all I'll say. If you know, you know. If you're in the know, you know. And if you get the halal Chinese place, right? Hit that motherfucker up. You got to get the, the, their wings. My brother loves the wings. I like their popcorn shrimp. That shit's fucking always amazing. Uh, and and obviously their Chinese food is halal, so their General Chow's chicken slamming. And and oh my god, they cooked the wings. They made the wings. They they had. I saw a packet of a row of just chicken wings, but big ones, like the big chicken wings, not these fucking little tiny ones. And it was like the the elbow one. So like you got the long one. If you like the drumstick, you had the drumstick, and then you had also the, the two-piece one, the flats. And then you also had an extra flat that you can't really eat, but it's got crispy stuff on it, so you just eat that outside skin if you're me and you're a savage. Uh, and I ate some wings. I had, the, yo, they made white rice that tasted, my dad said he might have tasted jasmine. I thought that shit tasted exactly like Chinese food rice, and they made that shit. And it was delicious. And then they made like a stir fry mix with some like 
edamame and broccoli and carrots and something else. And it was, yo, I'm not even going to lie. I, all right, I hadn't smoked at all except for a little, uh, like a couple of puffs I tried to sneak in with my weed pen uh, while I was up there. So, like, my appetite was kind of shot. Plus, I didn't have coffee, and I was also trying not to eat too much because I didn't want to just poop. I don't like, I don't feel comfortable pooping in other people's places. You know, that a poop, a poop is a great at-home thing. It's a greatest at-home activity or greatest activity to perform at home, pooping, sex, and sleep. Now, if you want to do pooping, I've heard of a savage named Zach Amico, and savage in a good way, but also in a what the hell, he's a comedian. If you don't know, you'd know. You know, Zach. Anyway, Zach Amico was talking about how sometimes if there's like those little mini towels at the um, at the hotels that sometimes when he's done wiping, he'll wet one up and just uh, wipe his ass with a wet towel and just leave it there in the pile of all the towels that are that are dirty to get cleaned. And that's disgusting. Or I think he says he throws them away. I don't remember either way. Disgusting. But also I get what you're I get what you're doing, dude. You want a clean butthole. If you're going to be a, a savage like that or a roll, or he also says he likes to, if he has two beds in his room, because sometimes he'll just get a place that has two beds, he'll use one as a bed just to dry himself in which he takes the comforter part off. And then when he's done with the shower, he gets out completely naked and just rolls around in the bed until he's dry. I'm blinking as I stare straight at you, camera, which is not here yet. So I'm narrating for the audio. And that's what white people do. Anyway, uh, yeah, I like to, I, I didn't want to eat, I didn't want to eat too much, by the way. It was fucking delicious. And then my brother cooked breakfast. And y'all, y'all, if you know Yusuf, Yusuf doesn't fucking eat right in the morning. You all know Yusuf, he can't eat right away. But my little sister, God bless her goddamn savage ass metabolism, she says, I'm hungry in the morning. And she eats a little bit of food. And not even so much food, like she eats the proper amount that I feel like would fit in a child's stomach. And then she goes, I'm full. Can I leave the rest? And she leaves the rest. But then an hour later, she's like, I'm hungry again. And now I have to feed her. That was fucking weird. I didn't know how to feed. I don't know how to feed my sister in my fucking brother's house. This is weird. But, um. But yeah, it was an amazing, I had an amazing time after that, you know, oh, I was, I had to watch my little sister a little bit, which literally just meant she's on my phone watching whatever, uh, Abby or I got to look through the history and make sure she didn't watch anything fucked up, actually, any of those kids. So I let them use my phone to watch like YouTube videos and, uh, and yeah, she was just doing that and I watched a little thing on Netflix as I relaxed for a little bit. I see I could have I could have recorded a podcast right there probably by my lonesome, but I didn't want to just do it by myself. Like even tonight uh so I'll keep going with the story and I'll explain it. So we we end up staying there for a little bit more, um hanging out. My brother makes some delicious Nespresso coffee cuz he's a fucking OG and he loves me like that. Yo, I might have to get an espresso maker, honestly. I love my, my pour-over coffee, and I explained to my brother the pour-over method, and he didn't. He, he was like, yo, that shit's got to come out, like, clear. It kind of does at the end. I'm not going to lie, you seen the first couple pours, it's literally, it's so black. If you just left that, it would stay in the bottom of the glass. In fact, if, if, if I get distracted while I'm pouring the coffee, I'll pour, like, just the first pour, and then I'll walk away while I let the water reheat. Like, cause I'll add a little bit more water in my little kettle thing and then I'll reheat it and then I'll walk away or whatever to log on my computer. And then five more minutes later, I'll pour another one, but there's still, I can always see a, a ring on the bottom of my coffee thing from how dark the first fucking pour is always. But then by the end, yeah, it gets light. But then if it, you mix it all together when I stir it in my stevia to make the whole pot lightly sweetened and then it's fucking delicious coffee all day long. Yeah, man. My brother made some Nespresso, bro, fucking so good. Yeah, me and my dad and my brother, we just hung out and talked. Honestly, dude, I got to figure out, I need you guys to, to love and support me and tell me how to make this shit 
uh, grow like how you would get your friends to like this fucking podcast i'm gonna do I, do i gotta go on the street and fucking interview random people and embarrass them i'll do that shit i'll do whatever i gotta grow this shit so that the podcast and comedy is all that pays the bills so that way i can i don't have to live down here if i don't want to and i can live up with them and just hang out with them all day and get inspired as fuck because like i had ah. Uh, I just had such a blast. I couldn't even be creative. I didn't have any anxiety up there. Not one bit. I felt peaceful. I felt calm. There's one con, and it was cold as fuck. That's the only con. Like, it was so cold. Like, maybe my brother and them, they like it warm. Maybe they have really warm blankets when they sleep, so they like it like 70 degrees. And I understand that because... Maybe, I I don't know how their bedroom is laid out. I don't know if they have a window right above their bed they could just crack open like I can do. If I have the space heater on and it gets too warm, I can go shut that off or lower it. Or if it's really, really hot and I just want to cool down, I can crack the window or turn on the AC in the summertime. But in the middle of the winter, dude, I would have my space heater and I could just crack that up a little bit and I'm comfortable. I don't know how they have it up there. I don't know what they do in their home. And where I was... I was comfortable. I had a fuck. I had one of my mama's blankets, so my mama was keeping me warm all night long, and I ended up having also one of the best sleeps I've had in a long time on a couch that did not fit me exactly. Like I couldn't sleep directly. Like if I had my head on the pillow, and then the top of my head touched like the one elbow part, and then I laid on it, my feet would have to be a little bit up on the other elbow part. So. I, I tried to sleep like that a little bit and then I ended up turning on one side and then turning on the other and no matter which side I turned on, I could sleep comfortably and I had no back pain. If I did that in my own bed, oh my God, I'd wake up all kinds of fucked. So that, I'm going to give another pro. Seeing my nieces. Oh, an amazing pro. The family, amazing pro. The delicious food, and then another amazing pro. Uh, some cons. Again, cold as fuck. Uh, things are kind of far away. And uh, other than that, gas is a little expensive there. It's like, and you know what's crazy? is It's a little bit more expensive there, and things are further away. But also, I felt like maybe people aren't going to drive around for no reason. And, like, you get, if you have a plate, like, you'll probably plan your shit out, right? You'll probably be like, all right, we're going to take a 30-minute a drive to, like, this main center where we can hit a Walmart, a shop, right? Uh, maybe like a, a fucking clothing store. You hit the clothing store place first, then you'll go to like the Walmart for the non-cold perishable stuff, or and then maybe you'll hit the supermarket last, and then go home, and put everything away, and then make it like a day of it, so you're not wasting all of your your gas. Just going going there one day for the gas for the, and you could probably do that too. But in like Jersey, because gas is a little bit cheaper and things are a little bit closer, like one tank of gas gets me 300 miles so i can hit mics all week long with up under within 300 miles i'm hitting open mics i'm I'm going to the supermarket i'm going to see my family i'm coming back fucking and i'm I'm hitting them all you know know i'm saying when i'm hitting them hard you know i'm not i'm not lately but you know what's happening right this is that the fromunda i call this the fromunda you know when underneath your nuts the in your taint area you get some fromunda cheese this is like the Fromunda Cheese Week. This is the week where everybody just doesn't give a fuck about anything because they got their Christmas gifts. It's almost New Year's. They're trying to save their money. They're 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 maybe even riding. Maybe they took the week off from then and from uh, Christmas until New Year's because a lot of people do, and my dumbass forgot to do that again this year. Um, and. And then what you do, you're just having a, a slight buzz all until New Year's where you're going to drink hard with everybody. Happy New Year. Yay. And so nobody really does anything. Like, people might go to the bar, one, like, but, like, it's, it's, not, it's not like 10 people are going to be at the bar as on a normal Tuesday for your open mic. It's going to be, like, three different random-ass people that are like, yeah, we're going to ride the buzz, and three other random people on Wednesday, and then three other random people on Thursday, but not the 10 that would normally come on a Tuesday. And then the, the separate 10 that would come, maybe I'm, I'm making no sense. 
But my point still stands, man. It was a fun trip upstate. It was cleansing. It was clean. Um, Then I'm not such a little bitter, stupid fuck. Plus, they have been building shit all on the way up. Way more. Like, I would say that in the last 10 years, the change that I've seen in an amount of new like new homes it starts on the south and it starts moving its way up north like there's way more signs on the highway for food this exit this this exit blah 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 this exit where back in the day it was almost like you'd go there and if you went on this 150 mile drive you'd have to wait about 50 mile 50 to 60 miles until you got to goshen and in goshen the primarily jewish town they had a wendy's there and that Wendy's, for some reason, instead of doing, uh, Cal- I guess it's California style, which is ketchup and and uh, and mayonnaise on their burger, they put ketchup, mayonnaise, and mustard on their burger. And if you're not used to it, you're like, this is fucking disgusting. You ruined my cheeseburger. But now that I'm an adult, I like that. And we almost stopped there on the way back home, but my little sister was asleep and we didn't want to wake her up just to fucking buy Wendy's that I wasn't going to, I should have ate some, but I was, uh, I probably would have ate it. Now that I'm thinking about it, I probably would have ate it. I also, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I ended up eating, anyway, so, what was my point for that? Oh, it's a long drive. No, what the fuck was, the, oh yeah, on the way up, there's way more signs for that shit. So they're working their way up. So like, in 10 years, it went from like 60 miles to the first thing to now, for like the first 100 miles, or at least 75, the first half of the trip, there's a lot of options you can eat. You can eat fucking five. Bro, there was a sign for five guys and and shit like that. And it's like, all right, I like that. Because that means like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to end up starting to hit comedy. I'll fucking make my own rooms up there when I get up there. If I'm fucking still doing this shit and, and, uh, in five more years, I'm going to have to, if I'm not fucking being a lazy, dumb piece of shit, I'm going to have to be more self-sufficient. And if I'm not already in the city, I'm fucking going up there so I, where I can just take a train. Wherever there's a train that, that, that runs it within a decent amount of time, I'll just fucking train into the city. The fuck am I going to, and I could write on the train, I could read on the train, I could fucking look up all the notes for my, I could even fucking podcast on the train. Like, I could podcast anywhere, dog. And to be around my fucking, yo, those little girls, they all gave me energy. Little kids in general, they give you energy. And then uh, that whole adrenochrome thing, that's the negative version. And if you actually watched Monsters, Inc., it's kind of true. So, so they would scare the kids to get their energy. And we'll say it's not blood, but they got their adrenaline negative scared energy. But then they noticed that when they made the kids laugh, the energy was way more powerful. And that's true. Dude, I'm staring at this baby girl, the, the youngest of my nieces. She's just staring, looking around the room, not knowing what the fuck. She's like, I'm new here. Yo, can you show me around this motherfucker? Yo, I'm new here. I don't know shit. What the fuck is that? You got red hair? Oh, that's a hat? I don't know. Hats, hair? I don't even know hair is. What the fuck is that? A smile? That's a funny looking smile. I'm going to smile. Oh, you laughing at my smile? Oh, I'm going to laugh at your smile. And she's just looking at me. She smiles. I, I smile. She smiles. She, I laugh at her smile. She laughs at my laugh. And we're a never ending cycle of just smiling and laughing at each other for no fucking reason. And I felt amazing. I still do. Ah. Oh. Dude, I might have to get me some of those so fucking kids myself, man. I, I'm not ready. I don't think I'll ever be ready. But you're also, I'll also never not be ready. Because God will always have my back. And God will help me get through it. And all I'm going to say is this, man. God bless. God bless these, these, uh, these, this next generation. Because at least the ones that I know, they're good kids. They want to be good kids. You know, like my little, my baby sister, my, mashallah, she, uh, she likes to eat healthy food. 
She doesn't like the junk food too much. Like she'll eat cake and all that because every kid likes their fucking. That's like it's like doing drugs for kids. Of course they're gonna fucking yo. If we keep eating this cake, we're gonna get so much energy, and then we're gonna be able to run around for hours. Cake is cocaine for kids. You know what I'm saying? Like they love it. They they literally. I saw the three of them split an eight ball of fucking chocolate cake. They each had a spoon in this Enemans cake, and they each were taking a spoon worth and putting it in their mouth. The baby would have done it too, but the baby was stuck in the little crib, and I was fucking having a fun, uh, fun time putting spinning this little one spinny toy. It was just like, oh my god, this is the most amazing thing ever. My the baby, baby, I was like, yeah, it fucking is, huh? You love that, huh? Yo, wait until you see the rest of the world, and it made me so happy for my life. Because, like, I got to see through their eyes and remember how fun it was to be a kid and how I can still have that much fun, but I just have to do it responsibly, you know? And I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not fucking verbalizing that correctly. Something about seeing their youthfulness, like, made me feel youthful. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. All I got to say is this. Like, I, I fucking, I, uh only now want to i just want to make their lives all better like that's why like i picked that song where with the intro song uh because it says like yeah i want to buy them all cars and homes you know what i mean like i want my whole family provided for but that's where oh i saw i just caught myself dude it's the greed, though. I got to be careful of that because that's. I ended up watching a documentary on the Johnson and Johnson family, and it was like one of the next heirs. He was like the fourth Johnson, like in line. And apparently, his father is the one who is like still in charge of the corporation, and he he had enough wealth at the time he took over that him, his generation. So his, I'm sorry, uh, his son, him, him, his son's generation. And then his kids' kids' generation, so his grandkids, would never have to work a day in their life they had that much money. But he said he did not want to walk a stop until I had seven generations. So that was three generations. His own generation, his kids' generation, and then his grandkids' generation. He wants seven generations of wealth in the Johnson & Johnson family. And then this kid was doing a documentary about how his dad's super fucking greedy. And that is ultimate greed. Now, to hoard seven, now it's not like he said, I want to just have it where seven generations adjusted for inflation can live a comfortable life. He's saying, I want seven generations adjusted for inflation to live this extravagant life that I'm living. I want them to have that without having to work. So if they never want to work, they could just do whatever the fuck they want. And that gets into succession. Because I started watching that and how those kids act. And I only got to like two or three episodes. And I got to keep watching that. I just started Alice in Borderlands. Uh, the second season. I had to rewatch the first one to remember what it was. And it's a fucking good show. So I got to finish that. And then and then also finish Succession. I'm all over the place, huh? It's fine. Um, Yeah, man. It's all started because I even wrote this. Because like, I ended up getting them between the weeks. I got these almond thin cookies. These almond, they're called almond thin cookies. I forgot the brand because I brought them upstate and I had the box. And they're fucking amazing. They're super expensive. My brother was like, yo, you got to get these. Uh, you got to get the Pim's cookies or the almond thin cookies because that's what my mom would eat. And like, just like, we, we're just trying to remember our mom a little bit more, you know, because we love her. And uh, and I don't like the Pims. My brother loved the Pims. I didn't eat the Pims. I used to eat my mom's Milano cookies. She would like to get the orange and the mint Milanos. And I love those fucking cookies. Bro, those cookies were so good, you can dip them in milk or water. At one point, we didn't have milk. We would just dip them in water. Just because we wanted a slightly soggy cookie, I guess. I don't know. Sounds disgusting. Guess what? What does milk fucking do? Is this a flavored water? Yes. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, you don't want to water down a chocolate chip cookie, but you're milking it down, dog. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. But it works for Milano's. And if you don't believe me, motherfucking, 
dip half of one Milano mint Milano cookie, put half of one in a cup of water and eat it, and then put the other half in a cup of milk, and you're going to say the milk is better, but it's just like when you make a protein shake, a whey protein shake. You can mix it with milk or you can mix it with water, but what tastes better? The milk, yeah. What's going to have less calories, though? I rest my case. It's the water, if you didn't know. It's the water. Anyway, I'm here fucking, I'm winging it right now. I'm not going to lie. I have like four notes. I'm winging it. I was stretching out that fucking update. I was stretching it out. I know. But I had to try to throw some shit in there that was important, like like loving your family and that whole thing about Monsters, Inc. You got to remember, Monsters, Inc., they tell us what the fuck. There's a giant I in front of an M for Monsters. You want them to show you them draining the blood? They put it in a thing that looked like a fucking blood container, just bigger. If you haven't fucking watched Monsters, Inc. lately, please watch it with a conspiracy theory mind. Think about what the fuck they do. They almost kidnap a child. The whole movie, they kidnap the child. They're trying to give the child back, but they kidnapped... No, they didn't kidnap. But they were in possession. Some parent out there for however long that movie was supposed to have taken place was without their child. Nobody remembers that part. Anyway. Oh, by the way, uh, Pfizer vaccine, they now admit to causing uh, blood clots, but only in the elderly, guys. So, if you're young, make sure you take those visors. Make sure you get your Pfizer vaccine. Brought This episode brought to you by Pfizer. When you want to have, if if your blood is too thin and you'd like it to clot up a little bit, especially around your heart or your brain, go with Pfizer. We're here to, hey, if, do you do you have a, a, a parent in a nursing home who's very old, who has dementia or ha, uh, just is, is a, a racist or, or whatever reason you don't like them and you don't want to visit them anymore? Well, get rid of them with Pfizer, now featuring blood clots. Kill your relatives for free with Pfizer, now still supplemented by the government. And make sure, you know what, if you don't, hey, do you have any children that you don't want anymore? Don't want to take get an abortion? Well, guess what? Pfizer, blood clot that baby up. Now that Pfizer has been approved for babies from zero day, from negative th- 16 weeks until forever. Four weeks before, three months, 16 weeks is what, four months? Four months before your baby is born, you can get that baby injected with the Pfizer's first ever in vitro vaccination. We can vaccinate your baby in the womb here at Pfizer. Pfizer. We love killing people and making a profit. Pfizer. We make your dick hard. Don't forget that. You'll take the vax if you want to tap that ass. The new Pfizer's uh, vaccine actually has a microchip that will allow you to get a free trial of Viagra. You don't even have to take it. We can just activate you random boners with this new vaccine passport yeah i'm fucking really stretching tonight huh <laughs> uh, so elon musk had a vote for twitter and the crazy thing is when i found out about it i went to go look and it is already the poll was already closed like elon musk said should i resign from twitter and more people said yes than no so he's like, I'm going to resign. I'm going to step down as soon as we find some fuckwit or some asshole. Let me let me find the actual tweet. He's like, as soon as I find some jackass who thinks they could do a fucking better job than me, I'll fucking resign. Maybe he used asshat. I had a, where's Twitter? I don't even remember where Twitter is on my phone. Twitter. Let's go to Twitter. Let's go to Elon. Elon Musk. Elon, Elon. What if I just type Elon? People, Elon Musk. Why? I followed him three times, and it keeps making me unfollow him, which is crazy. So, or I'm, I keep following the wrong one. 
All right, let's see if we can find this fucking Twitter poll that he had. All right, we're actually gonna. I'm sorry, I'm being a piece of shit. He's also talking about oh the Twitter spot, the Twitter files. We can talk about that a little bit. Remember when I talked about that and I was like, hey guys, they're kind of just like suppressing, um, they're suppressing free speech on Twitter. So like, if you're on the left and, and they don't like what somebody on the right says, they'll just ask somebody from the left side of Twitter to, uh, to take you off and then they'll just, they'll just take you off. Hmm. Yeah. That's it. All right. Did we, we're getting close. Here's what he tweeted. I found that. I will resign. Oh, maybe it's part of a thread. Oh, okay. It's because Tom from MySpace said, uh, I'll do it. <laughs> All right, so should should I step down as head of Twitter? I will abide by the results of this poll, and 57% uh, of the 17 million people said yes, and 43% said no. So kind of a close race, much like a presidential race if you think about it. And then he says, I will resign as CEO as soon as I find someone fool enough to take the job. After that, I will just run the software and servers team. That's great. Um, but who's going to take it over? Who wants, who wants to take the blame? I was actually thinking, I, this is my actual thought of the 17 million people that took that poll. In my opinion, in my brain, I had an assumption. I had the perfect thought that he's going to say, Hey, by the way, here's the actual numbers. 13% said yes. 97% or what, 87, no, 77 would become 80, 90. So 87% said said no, you shouldn't resign. And only 13% said yes, once you take the bots out. That would have been stacked, obviously. You probably can't have it like that, but you know what I'm saying. Like, what if it was like 75, 25? That's a more realistic number. That's a vape. That's my one without the burnt cartridge. My bad, you seen. I fucking forgot to bring the fucking non-burnt cartridge one upstate and a fucking just barely vape too. Am I still watching? Of course. I was only on fucking episode three of Alice in Borderland. God damn it. Such a good thing. And then I ended up watching like episode seven. So it skipped ahead. But at least I know certain people are never going to die. No one will tell you who. All right. What was I going to look up? I was going to look something up. I can't recall. Let's see. What the fuck is this? Oh, it's Legion of Skanks. Ah, oh, fuck. They're alive. I'll watch it later. I don't give a fuck. Two guys I don't know. All right, cool. So there's nobody important on there. All right, let's open up a new tab. And let's look up. We're going to look up Zelensky visit. Zelensky. Zelensky. DC visit. Let's go. Washington Post, deep secrecy, high risk, how Zelensky's improbable D.C. visit came together oh, from Washington Post. They want me to subscribe, so we don't know more about this. CNN.com, five takeaways from Volodymyr Zelensky's historic visit to Washington. Five takeaways. How about billions and billions of dollars in, in our money so that way they can fight the Russians in a proxy war for no fucking reason other than to sell our arms to foreign nations because we can't actually sell love and peace. We have to sell weapons of war. Uh, let's find out what CNN has to say because CNN is definitely not bought out by war corporations and warmongers. Let's see what they have to say. The people who pretend to be the peaceful ones, let's see what they have to say. 300 days, almost one year after the country was invaded by Russia, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky jetted to Washington, D.C. for talks on what the next 300 days might bring. This fucking guy. Do you see what they just said? 
After 300 days, he goes to Washington to see what the next 300 is going to bring. You don't want peace. You want prolonged war, you fucking lying pieces of shit. Don't pretend you're out here, oh, we're fighting for the free of Ukraine. Oh, you want free? You know how you get freedom? Is you make a treaty. You don't keep going to war until one side beats the other, especially if it seems like after 300 days, I don't know. I don't think either side is really can say, hey, we've been kicking your ass completely this whole time. Do you think uh, you think really you should look if I was beat the way I was beating up my my little sister and my nieces the way every time they would punch me and kick me, I would just throw them to the ground because they unless they hit me in the balls, they were no threat to me at all. Not one threat to me. They could not hurt me. They're too small. They're too light. They couldn't even twist my knee and fuck my knee up. That's how small they are. The hardest thing they could do is hit me in the balls. So as long as they never did that, I was pretty much unstoppable. Now, if I could come to a truce with them, but then I also know like, hey, but you're also never going to beat me. So unless you threaten to hit me in the balls and you find a way to do that, I'm never going to not keep whooping your ass. But now if it's like me and my brother and we're fucking wrestling and we're getting each other close into like different lot. Obviously, he's my brother's a stronger one, so he's going to be the one fucking me up. But we're still keeping it close and we're close and we're close. Well, if you're having a close fucking fight in real life, I noticed this from people I watch having fights as well as myself. If you're fighting after a while, let's say five straight fucking minutes of throwing punches, you're fucking exhausted. You don't want to go another fucking five minutes because everybody else in the room is like, come on, we want to watch this fight. Defend yourself. Don't be a pussy, uh, Ukrainian kid. Fight the Russian kid. Hey, Russian kid, come on. The Ukrainian kid is kind of keep. Uh, you thought you could kick everybody's ass. Well, guess what? You can't even kick Ukraine's ass. <laughs> what if I try to fight you next? You think I'll, I'll probably kick your ass. Hey. Instead of doing that, say, hey, guys, you guys fought for five minutes each. You guys had a great fight. How about we uh, talk about not fighting anymore? But they don't want that. They're, they came here to see, hey, can we? Can you guys give us uh, more money so we can fight Russia for another year? Because, like, we learned a lot in the first year of fighting Russia, and we want to try to take that knowledge into the second year, uh, especially because I'm Zelensky. I'm not on the battlefield. Obviously, I'm the president. You don't put the president on the battlefield. So because I'm the president, I don't give a fuck about my people's lives. Hey, I'm an actor. You don't know this, right? I, I was a comedian and an actor. And then they, the people of Ukraine are so dumb that I pretended that a comedian actor, or a t I guess as a comedian actor, he was a teacher, that a teacher became the leader of Ukraine. And the people of Ukraine are so dumb and they love this TV show that they picked me, Zelensky, as the leader of Ukraine. So I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just keep acting. Whatever Hollywood or whoever is in charge tells me what to do, I do that. But I really don't know what the fuck is going on. I have no training in, in, in politics. I have zero training in the military. I have zero. I've never been in a war. Uh, I, I do. I'm a great actor, though. I've acted like I could be in a war and I've acted like I gave a fuck about my people. You see me on TV acting like I care about my people as I instead of negotiating peace in any way, uh, I let them go and fight because, hey, I don't know if you know this. I'm kind of pocketing some of that money that America's given me. Anyway, now that I uh, stopped um, stretching this, I can read the second paragraph. Shrouded in secrecy until the last minute, the historic visit was heavy with symbolism. From Zelensky's drab green sweatshirt to President Joe Biden's blue and yellow striped tie to the Ukrainian battle flag unfurled on the House floor. Oh my gosh, they have a they have a Ukrainian flag where all the people in America signed it and they're ready to give it to this guy in a green. I'm I'm, I'm wartime. I'm wartime Zelensky in my green uh Ukrainian sweatshirt. And uh, please give me give me flag that you all sign so I can remember who who donated money to to America so I can give you guys all also back very big paychecks. You're going to see a lot of of politicians who get a very large chunk of money in their pocket for for giving us money. They give us billions. We will give them millions. We will keep millions, and we, they will get millions. Emerging, all right. But the trip was far more than symbolism. 
Biden wouldn't invite Zelensky to Washington and endure a risky trip outside Ukraine for the first time since the war began if, began if he didn't believe something real could be accomplished meeting face-to-face instead of over the phone. Well, what did they think that they could... Re- Let's see. Emerging from their talks, both men made clear that they see the war entering a new phase as Russia sends more troops to the front lines and wages a brutal air campaign against civilian targets. Fears of a stalemate are growing. Yet as Zelensky departed Washington for a lengthy and similarly risky return trip to Ukraine, it wasn't clear that the pathway to ending the conflict was any clearer because Joe Biden can't form a complete sentence. That wasn't in there. I made that last part up, but it's also true. Biden and Zelensky try to figure out that war, uh, how the war ends. Okay, well, first of all, you're asking an actor and a guy with dementia to figure out how the war ends. Hey, where do we get ice cream? What does ice cream have to do with war? Is that secret missile? No, what? Missiles? Uh, I love uh, I love when I was in Florida and me and my me and my my son Bo and and, and Hunter and Hunter's always out there smoking marijuana doobies but but like me and Bo will look up as as the rockets fly up we'd be like NASA not a space agency gaining clarity on where Zelensky stands when it comes to ending the war amongst the prerogatives is and bringing him to the White House, the Ukrainian leader has previously expressed a desire for just peace that would end the conflict, a point the U.S. officials said would be the center of their talks Wednesday. But on Wednesday, Zelensky used bellicose rhetoric that suggested such a peace was not close. Hey, Biden, we want just peace, but peace is not close. Give us some more money, please. For me as president, just peace is no compromise, he says. I said indicating that I do not see any road to peace that involves us Ukraine giving up any territory or sovereignty. Later in their address to Congress, Zelensky said he'd present a 10-point peace formula to Biden because he can't read past 10. Though the U.S. officials said afterwards it was the same plan he offered the world leaders at Group 20 Summit last month. So you didn't need to come. Among the Western nations that have rallied to in support behind Zelensky, there have been lingering concerns about what Zelensky's long-term plan might be. For his part, Biden said it was up to Zelensky to decide how he wants the war to end. Okay. I don't want to keep reading this. This is getting boring. I'm sorry if you guys are bored, too. Let me skim through this. He delivered his his address in English because uh, he's a piece of shit. Uh, over the course, he demonstrated a cute ability to appeal to his audience. So, he, of course, because, you know... Uh, He's an actor. Uh, On Wednesday, he sought to harness America's emotional response, uh, evoking dark winter nights as Russia seeks to interrupt Ukraine's power supplies. In two days, we will celebrate Christmas, maybe candlelit, not because it's more romantic, but because there will be be no electricity, he says. Oh, here's a funny line. He added, your money is not a charity. It is an investment in the global security and democracy that we handle in the most responsible way. Well, guess what? We don't want to invest in your uh, global security and democracy. I'm, uh, let's just say you don't seem like a Democrat. You actually are the most democratic nation. You're very American. You're being very American right there. I see it now. You're being American AF by being like, look, we're going to be democratic. But what we need is all of your money. Zelensky finally accepts the ride he was offered and gets the ammo too. At the start of the Russia's war in Ukraine, Zelensky turned down an American offer to evacuate him from Kiev. I need ammunition, not a ride, Zelensky told the U.S. Ten months later, he got both. When Zelensky touched down outside Washington in a U.S. US military plane on Wednesday, he arrived arrived caped in a 10-day sprint by Americans and Ukraine officials to arrange a risky wartime visit meant to rally support for Ukraine's ongoing resistance. There, whatever. Just ahead of Zelensky's uh, arrival, the Biden administration announced sending nearly $2 billion, yay, of additional security assistance. Yeah, $2 billion. Yeah, fuck us. We don't need that money. Give it to them. It includes, a, oh, a sophisticated new Patriot Air de- defense system that Zelensky has been requesting for months. Oh, ah. you know what that is, right? So the crazy thing is, uh, 
when we send the Patriot missile systems, we also have to send uh, soldiers to train them on how to use the Patriot missile systems. Um, so I'm done reading this because I'm getting a little frustrated about how we can spend so much money uh, on Ukraine and we don't give a fuck about our rising homeless problem here in America. Nobody gives a fuck about the homeless. We, uh, You know what? It's crazy. It's like, And I've seen a lot of homeless people when I was in New York City. And most of the homeless people that I've seen in New York City have most, as in at least 75%, they have mental health issues. And because there are no mental health services to help them out, they are now without a home on the streets trying to fend for themselves. The other 25% are going to be including, uh, are going to be both drugs and uh, just stubbornness or whatever. Most likely it's drugs. It's, so it's, it's either drug use that causes poverty in which getting them into rehabilitation facilities, if that's something that they're seeking, can help them. The other big part of it is going to be that that people are meant, they have mental disabilities that are keeping them from being able to sh to fight to do things on their own and they need help and this two billion dollars can be used to pay people to help them can be used to house these people it can be used to put people through rehab it can be used to help those people who are also just temporarily just they just they fucking hit hard times they lost their job xyz happened they couldn't pay rent they got evicted then what now they're living in their car and they're trying to find a home, but they don't have. They can't put a mailing address because they don't have one yet that they could put down. So they're just going through hard times, and they count. But why are we instead? We instead we have to we instead of helping people, instead of doing the actual good thing, we're gonna we're gonna pretend do the good thing by sending money to help a country defend itself from another country attacking it, instead of trying to stop them from attacking. Save that money and reinvest it in America. We sent what we spent in Afghanistan entirety. Within the first year, we've sent that. We So in the last 10 years of what we spent in Afghanistan, we sent all of that money. Let's just say it's 10 billion. Let's say we spent 1 billion a year in Afghanistan for the last 10, billion, 10 years, 10 billion. We sent over 10 billion to Ukraine. Now, I don't remember what those numbers are, and I'm not going to look them up. And you know what? You can look them up and tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong, Yusuf. We actually spent, we actually sent what we spent in Afghanistan in 20 years, you idiot. Okay. Or seven years, you idiot. All right. It's still more than fucking one year. So, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. Like, do you guys want war? If you want war, I, every, every car... Every person that you see that's flying the Ukrainian flag that's not from Ukraine, that doesn't have a Ukrainian family member, is supporting the genocide of the Ukrainians or the genocide of the Russians. If you see somebody who has, a, a, nobody's flying the Russian flag, but if you see the Russian flag, it counts too. If somebody has the Russian flag on their car right now or the Ukrainian flag on their car right now instead of a peace, some kind of a white flag, maybe saying we should talk, have peace talks, then you support war and genocide and murder. And there's no way around it. You can't say, no, I'm wearing my mask. I'm wearing the blue and, and yellow. I'm showing you how liberal I am. I have nine vaccines. My card is full. I have three cards now. I keep getting a booster. They filled up this card. They gave me a second card. They filled that one up, and I'm on my third card. I haven't felt anything. Yusef, remember you were talking in the beginning how you can't feel things? You're like deaf or blind, but with your feelings. I haven't felt anything, even emotionally, in months because the vaccine has overwritten my, my body. Don't tell me that I'm wrong. I breathe better with a mask on, actually. It's easier, and I get to smell my breath all day long, and I love the way my cigarette breath smells because I drink Mountain Dew, and then it smells like Mountain Dew cigarettes. It reminds me of my mother, who I hate. So I moved to New York City. Now that's where I live now. And I have to be the most liberal person here. Everybody is so liberal. It's New York City. I have to be the most liberal. I'm not even from a liberal place, so I have to be the most liberal here. I have to be more liberal than the people who live here because they don't... Uh, hey, you guys think you're liberal, you're New York. I'm more liberal. I'm from fucking Wisconsin where you're not allowed to be liberal. I want to be the most liberal. 
I want to be annoyingly liberal. I want to be so liberal that you like, I don't even like liberals anymore. Now, I want to be those people. I want to be the people the liberals say I don't like you. I want to be too liberal. And that's how the world ends. When those people make us all want to just say, fuck it, wear out. You can have New Jersey. You can have New York. We're going to Florida. We're going to Texas. We're becoming two countries. That's it. Goodbye. That's it. I'm done. Podcast two, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, guys, that's about enough. I did it over an hour. I love you guys. You guys are the best. I got to go make a frozen lasagna because I forgot to go to the supermarket. And uh, it's a two-pound lasagna, so that's going to be like nine days worth of food. Uh, And I'm going to probably end up throwing some of it out. But if I don't and I eat the shit out of it, I'll let you know in the next one. Um, And, uh, again, the intro song was Last Forever by Russ. And the outro song is a song you've heard before. It's Hand of God outro by john bellion uh and it just kind of seemed fitting like i don't know just put it in there so i hope you guys have a fucking lovely weekend and uh i just want you to know that i love y'all and i appreciate y'all and i'm sorry that i was late but uh i'm never gonna not do it for you if i can so let's uh enjoy this i've been sipping i've been sipping i've been slipping lately all my sins, I've been tripping, I've been tripping, my God. Brand new life, I've been looking, I've been looking, I've been looking lately. All these nights, they've been cooking, they've been cooking me wrong. I am just a man, I am just a man who lost kids, tries. Sometimes I lose my way. Tears at a funeral, tears at a funeral, I might break. Angry at all the things, angry at all the things I can't change. When you're lost in the universe, lost in the universe, don't lose faith. My mother says, your life's in the hand of God. Break it down. See you next week in Allah. I bet God bless I love y'all a lot Peace in the Middle East Please, we don't need bombs We need love, I guess